We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Hello, everybody. It's Kirk Henderson and Josh Bo. We're coming to you with Mavs Moneyball After Dark, but there is no game. It is Saturday night, and I pestered Josh and Topping onto a podcast because it's been about, what was it? Was it a Thursday night game or a Wednesday night game? It was Thursday. Thursday, okay. So it's been Friday, Saturday, It's or whatever. It's been three-ish days since... um since things have gone haywire in the NBA due to, you know, precautionary stuff with the coronavirus, uh, COVID-19, as one of our wonderful uh, guests suggested that I call it specifically. Um, yeah, so so let's talk a little bit about what's been going on with the Mavericks in the ensuing, you know, two to three days. Sure. Uh but uh, I mean, I feel like the biggest story, I mean, the biggest things that's happened is why Jalen Brunson got it, his uh, shoulder surgery mm-hmm. uh, to repair his torn, the torn labrum in his right shoulder, which to me was really like a big indication like that, you know, the NBA has only officially said that they're suspending, the you know, 30 days. But I mean, <laughs> by all accounts, Brunson was going to come back before the season ended and then postpone the surgery to the offseason. So mm-hmm. if he gets the surgery now, I mean, it's the off season. Like, <laughs> well, uh, and there was that really painful video. Somebody posted a video of him shooting pregame, 
and he missed every single shot over like a two minute video <laughs> and yeah. it was just like okay guys like let's let's stop beating around the bush here it's not his fault um it, it you know he got hurt i still can't believe they didn't review that play i'm gonna be mad about that for a while bringing yeah. him you know this is really the best decision for both him and the mavericks i think to get this surgery yeah of course uh and the frame of reference for me when i wrote the news story was paul george had it in june of 2019 he didn't come back till mid-november like november 14th or something like that Mm-hmm. So five, about five months, but we don't know the severity, but, uh, you know, I think Paul's was pretty serious for him. Cause I know he's had shoulder shoulder issues for a while before he finally got that surgery. Uh, so, you know, maybe that's the, the high end in terms of recovery time. So even if the season comes back in some shape or form, like later this summer, like in August, there's not really a guarantee that Brunson will be ready to go. So I think Rick Carlisle said in his radio show that he did this week on Friday or or something like, I can't remember what it was, but it was, you know, sometime after the announcement of the suspension, he said that the plan is for him to, you know, be ready for training camp of next season. So uh, that just kind of tells you what the Mavericks are looking at for that. So yeah, I wouldn't expect him to play even if the season came back. So another Mavericks specific news, one of Josh and I's really like we just got kind of a morbid giggle out of this the night that they shut down the season where Rick Carlisle was talking about practicing and game activities like these guys were going to be getting together. Yeah. And it was like it was tone deaf at the time. But like, look, I don't expect Carlisle to know about this stuff. Cuban right, right, basically right. Cuban basically walked it back later that night. And it's since been confirmed that these players are all being told the same stuff most uh well most uh, a fair amount of americans are being told which is don't go out in public don't be a moron just stay home order in if you can etc uh which has prompted some like really excellent social media from these guys like luka Doncic <laughs> today like was asking on twitter hey can anybody help me set up a twitch stream because he just wants to play video games uh which i think is it like great content like Porzingis is answering random questions on snap on on Insta stories. Like these guys are going to get bored in a hurry. There was a video today of Giannis uh, up in Milwaukee, basically <laughs> playing the guitar, like learning how just, to play "Smoke on the Water." Oh my god! It's and I funny. like, I I just kept like in my head. I watched it on mute because of where I was, and I just like I heard Green Day's "Time of Your Life." Oh, like in, <laughs> that's a good <laughs> like, one too. I like need and someone someone made the point that he's gonna have to he needs to play at halftime if he learns how to do it. Um, but it, it's it's really just it's gonna be kind of one of these odd times because look, I think at a minimum, what's happening for people that are taking this seriously, which is far fewer people than they ought than ought to be, is that everyone's just gonna kind of be at home. And these guys are gonna get bored. And I think it's going to be really funny, kind of some of the stuff that comes out of this, because it's like teens on TikTok. Like some of the things these guys do when they just have time on their hands is incredible. And these NBA players are all goof. A lot of them are just goofballs. So I'm kind of looking forward to the random content that that we're going to be getting. Um, have you seen anything else that I've missed? Uh, I don't know if I've Those were the ones that I've seen. Uh, I mean, not Mavericks related, but I saw... Uh... Paul George was on a, he was streaming Call of Duty 
when the press release came out that they were suspending the season and he was just kind of like he was just kind of like oh shit and then like got the win in the game that he was like got the game winning <laughs> kill like right after it and i'm like yeah that's probably what it's gonna be like for all these guys uh it's gonna be funny because it's gonna be like we could finally they're gonna be so relatable now because like these mm-hmm. athletes like their lives are so scheduled and routine oriented, you know, their practice workout game, you know, go home, you know, so, you know, obviously some guys go out, but for the most part, it's basketball and off the court stuff that, you know, like charity work and, you know, their other, you know, financial interests that they have. And they really don't have a lot of time to kind of act like a normal human all the time. Cause they've kind of got to be on all the times uh, so often. So right. I think, I think you're right in terms of some of the goofy stuff we're going to see uh, and with these guys just kind of being normal humans for the foreseeable future and there not basketball a, players. There was a top-notch video on Luca that was the most relatable thing, and it will be for you too if you if it's still out there. You might need to go check it out. Luca posted this video of both of his dogs just staring at him as he was eating popcorn that <laughs> – just like killed me because my big idiot dog like crowds me like no other if there's food within i mean he's just a garbage he's he's like a trash compactor that's his his job in the house so i'm really looking forward to some of these silly things the other thing i'm really gonna get a kick out of is like and you know this might annoy some people like i find like luca fat jokes very funny because (laughs) as a guy who struggles with my own weight if i don't do stuff I think Luca just kind of has one of those body types and there was, you know, the, the, the uh, Brad Townsend had a tweet about how they, how the, the players were told to order in and it's like, Oh no, we don't <laughs> want Luca ordering food. That's a bad idea. I know. And, and his girlfriend uh, had a, had a social media account post today about how she's like going to be starting and then sharing some like in-house workout uh, stuff that she's working on, which I desperately need luca to participate just for like like seeing luca do like lunges and stuff like in a living room like just just it makes me it makes me feel better about myself i guess that's where i'm going with this um (laughs) other mavericks news so we mentioned the other night and it was on you know tv cuban basically uh it led the charge for the entire nba about paying you know arena staff which I know the, people tend to fall into two, you know, camps with this. Like they find it either really interesting and really cool, or they don't care at all. I will say I am just kind of, from a very selfish perspective of us dealing with the Mavericks, I'm glad that we're not on the bad side of a PR blitz because <laughs> I don't. Want, I just you know after last after the last two years, I don't want to have to deal with that. I think it's it's Cuban's done some other really interesting things and is suggesting. Um, he's suggesting like. Dallas area residents, you know, and, and really he said he, he did something today where he said he's going to re- reimburse employees who, who basically shop at North Texas small businesses, which is really cool. And he just had some idea, like, like he's so, he's so online that he had some very interesting things that you could do to kind of help in the local economy in the short run. If people are going to be staying inside, like going and buying gift cards, things like that. I'm not sure I, I'm not an economist, so I don't want to like comment on the veracity of the, the the intelligence of these ideas but I, I i like seeing people being proactive about what to do in the face of a crisis where they don't have a lot of control so i i just i've been kind of proud of cuban all things considered 
Yeah, he and he he kind of came out and there was like he it was instant, which I think is, you know, probably the big thing that a lot of people are are happy with is that it didn't take peer pressure. It didn't take, you know, Luca or Kristaps or someone like offering to pledge money for him to then contribute. I mean, he was really since like Thursday night, he basically committed to, you know, helping out. Uh, so that's that's just always good to see. And, you know. Uh, obviously in some situations people want to wait and you know there's been a lot of peer you know a lot of pressure on social media for some of these owners that have been kind of dragging their feet or taking their time and announcing these things and so it was just nice to see uh cuban kind of take take the bull by the horns here and just kind of get it out of the way and announce what he was going to do and and that's just always good to see yeah so guys we're going to be right back after a quick break uh so stick with us Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. Okay, guys, you're back with Kirk and Josh with Mavs Moneyball After Dark. Uh, so with all the uncertainty, you know, they're, they say they're going to basically delay the NBA for 30 days. I don't think that's enough. I think the... I think we might be looking at a long hiatus. And so in the short run, meaning really from now and maybe until mid-April, Josh and I are tentatively going to get together twice a week to talk a little Mavericks with what news is out there. And the further we get away from this initial postponement, I think we might start doing some look backs. You know, we're not uh, daily podcasters. We're also, you know, frankly, busier and we don't want to do daily stuff. So I don't <laughs> think I, we would I have two think... very unhappy people in our household. If we did daily podcasts, let's just put it that way. Well, you know, we got some good, you know, there's some great Mavericks podcasts out there like Nick, our old colleague, how he does this every day is beyond me. And so yes. we're going to, we're just going to stick in our lane to a degree. And we're going to talk to you guys when we can, we're going to try to keep putting content on there, but it's going to be sporadic at best. I'm sorry, but you know, that also leads to what I wanted to talk about next, because frankly, part of why I wanted to do this is it's looking like I uh, am literally going to be at home with my son for the next 30 days. I'm going to need to talk to another human who's not my wife. So, <laughs> you know, this is this might even be more for me. So with that in mind, you know, we have a post up Sunday. You might have already read it by the time you get this podcast. What in the heck? Like, so so give me your feelings on like not covering basketball for three days like so how how are you feeling in in the short run uh it's kind of interesting because if you would have told you know 20 year old josh or 22 year old josh or 18 year old josh like how he'd be handling this he'd be freaking out because <laughs> like so much of my life was revolved around watching mavericks basketball and and, and just looking for and watching the national games and getting league pass and just watching as much as i can you know i was like that guy growing up mm -hmm. and so i would be like beside myself like not knowing what to do but current 31 year old josh is 
You're 31. Huh? Get yeah. out of here. I know. God. It's not that bad. I know. I know. It's not that no, bad. No, no, but it just makes me feel old. It's fine. I know. But uh, 31-year-old Josh is kind of enjoying the time off right now. Obviously, like, I'm super bummed that uh, this was, like, the return of the playoffs and, like, ever since Chris Stops got traded here uh, last year in 2019, like this is what they've been working toward ever since he got traded here, the rehab, the practices, working with Luca, the off season, you know, getting the season, right. Trying to get these guys playing the best that they can together at the same time on the floor. It's all been to uh, get a playoff series and get the Mavericks organization back into the successful limelight of the NBA. And now it's not going to happen. Most likely, you know, I just, I really don't think that there's going to be, you know, a, a chance for them to pick up, pick this season back up with how long I think the delay is going to end up needing to be. And it, that's a bummer. Like, I can't deny how much of a bummer that is. Like, that's kind of what we've been working for. And like, for us as writers, selfishly, we've been covering a crap team for three years, which is not that long compared to a lot of other teams out there that have to go through rebuilds. Um, but we've still been looking forward to this part of it. So that part kind of stinks. But otherwise, like, I'm enjoying like me and Megan eating dinner and like watching TV and just kind of hanging out and not having the pressure of getting posts up and getting stuff edited and doing all that stuff and just kind of being able to relax a little bit, uh, catch up on some video games and all that stuff. I'm sure it will hit me. We're going to circle back to the what in a second, but I want to, I want to chime in for a minute because look, I'm going to peel back the curtain a little bit. And our editor-in-chief, Rebecca, may not like this, but the people who are listening, you know, I think you guys will get a kick out of the sausages, how the sausage is made. So over the last several years, we've all, our staff has, has kind of fallen into specific roles. And last year, I would kind of attempt to do a recap a week. If there's 16 games a month, so that means four. And then we'd spread out the other recaps among everybody else. Uh, and now as the season has extended to where we have these breaks where there's really, they're trying to do like 12 to 13 games a month um, with some months having, you know, 17 and other months having 11, things like that. Um, where we're kind of running into a little bit of a challenge this year is Josh and I both decided or maybe i decided and bullied josh into it i don't remember um to do this podcast every game (laughs) and we've somehow managed to do it every game now for the people who do the daily pods they're probably like yeah go away but i'm gonna be 36 you're 31 i have a pain in the rear day job you as well um there's just things that have gone on this year where i think we really have bitten off a little more than we can chew even though the content's been good uh we don't have a beat reporter that's covering stuff daily this year for reasons that you know just they they happened and we weren't really able to patch the gap um i think heading into the 2020-21 season i would very much love for us to beef up our staff a little and there's challenges that come along with that guys but when we all started doing this we were doing it for free the economics are different now people expect different things and frankly uh i'm not aiming this at anybody in particular but there's a lot of people out there that talk about how they could do this if if they had the opportunity and people have bagged on me hard about how much i suck at this but i show up to work every day 
I'm not going to argue about my, my sucking. Like there's probably a strong argument for that, but half of most jobs is showing up to work. And I've been doing that for this. And so have you. And one of the things I would like to do next year is attempt to bring in people who think that they want to try this out and give them more test runs to produce content for Mavs Moneyball. Um, there's, it's a fun team. And, you know, you and I, like you said, we suffered through some of the crap and now we're at the fun part. And so now that I've been really looking at this for three days, like I miss, like, I like the consistency of the grind, even though it wears me down. Mm-hmm. I, I, I am, I am glad to have a little bit of a break though, because we were, we were at game 60 with another, th- at least, you know, so it's 82 games plus at least four to five, potentially eight to nine playoff games to cover. And that's just, that's hard. I don't know how players do this. So that's my little soliloquy. I'm hoping that we maybe get an opportunity to expand the staff to have more voices. Uh, there's lots that I think we could cover with the Mavs. It, it's, it takes a, it's hard though. I, I will say part of why we haven't expanded the staff is managing people who do not necessarily get paid is a dicey situation because we don't ever want anyone to feel obligated to cover you and I, I think, have a a sense of obligation just because we've been doing it for so long. And I would never expect that of anybody else, you know? Yeah. And I came up, you know, I joined the site when I was still in college and in 2010, 2011, when if you wanted to be a sports writer, like professionally, you didn't have a choice. Like you just jumped at every opportunity. You didn't care if you got paid, like I know the culture is kind of slowly shifting and for the better now, but back then it was very much a, you are thankful to be writing somewhere, even if you're not getting paid. So Mm -hmm. I'm still have that kind of mindset from, from, you know, from college and and how it was back then. Okay. Well, that's way too serious. I didn't mean to do that, but I kind of wanted that. Well, I kind of did. I kind of didn't. I just think it's, it's, you know, this is, like this is just such a cool season and we've I've really started to interact more and more with fans because people are kind of coming back after taking a hiatus. I don't blame them. So talking a little bit about how the sausage gets made can can be okay. So the last thing I want to talk about, and anybody else can feel free to tune out if you don't want to know, but I really like how are you spending your time? Like what what are you doing specifically if you don't mind getting into some of the nerdy details of of games and movies and whatnot that you're watching? Oh, sure. Um, so I think like two weeks ago, so like I have my office. Megan has her office. Her office doesn't have a TV in it because she wants, you know, her office to be where she works and she doesn't want to get distracted. My office is, since I have a real day job, my office is my MMB office. So it's <laughs> where I write, that's where I play games and, and all that. And we just, you know, we've got a really, we've got like a really nice TV that's in my office that Megan really hates that it's in my office and not in the <laughs> living room. But the little love seat couch futon thing that we had in there for a very long time was not very comfortable, not something that she'd want to like snuggle up on and, and watch a movie and get cozy because it was like very uncomfortable. It was very just kind of utility and function. Uh, so like in the last two weeks, I went on Facebook Marketplace and we got these like joined leather recliner, used rec- reclining media chairs that have like the cup holders in between it so that like me and her can like sit in here on our and look at our nice TV and watch movies. So we've been doing that a little bit more uh, since the season ended. 
Um, not shame to admit that the last like 24 hours, a good chunk of those have been just playing video games and Megan has gotten uh, a little slight addiction to the Sims four. And she's been oh, playing that no. on my desktop while uh, I'm sitting on my you know recliner on the Xbox. And I've been playing a ton of, what have I been playing? The ton of the new Call of Duty Battle Royale mode with my friends because oh. I'm very much like into the compet. Like ever since I stopped playing basketball regularly, you know, out of college, out of high school, and, and not playing in leagues anymore. Like I, I'm super competitive. Uh, so like games have kind of replaced that competitive edge that you basketball used to have for me when I would play for real. Sure. So I'm, I'm really into that. Uh, and then I'm playing this game called Ori and the Will of the Wisps. This really beautiful. 2d platform action game uh that's really stunning that's almost i mean it's it sounds really cheesy but it looks like a painting come to life like just the way it looks and it plays great uh it's on the xbox game pass subscription so i'd recommend any of our listeners that have that uh to just download it check it out it's it's tremendous it's it's a steal to be included in that kind of subscription uh and i'm trying to mosey my way through that because the new doom's coming out this friday and it's gonna take over my life for the next like two or three weeks so that's kind of been it for me so for me we're kind of catching up on tv shows that had backlogged and i oh, have yeah. like i know you don't watch as much tv but i like my wife and i try to get through some things and mm-hmm. i have this this weird people who know it really know it this weird show on the sci-fi channel called the magicians which oh, yeah, i see you and our friend bailey talk about that show a lot it could aptly be described as like Harry Potter and the OC from way back in the day. <laughs> like it is, it's just a sick guilty pleasure. That's really fun. And like also has like these like occasional, like really beautiful moments that make up for the fact that the show doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, we're kind of grinding through that. And then I have a bunch of stuff I want to get to just cause Netflix, there's so much, like if you have a nice TV and an internet connection, the 4k content that's available Oh, it's wild streaming services. There's just incredible stuff. So there's lots of stuff I want to get to, but my wife goes to bed at like 10. So it makes it hard when I can't get our kid to sleep like eight 30. Um, <laughs> it's like a 90 minute chunks, you know? So what are you going to do? But then gaming wise, I, I, it's so, it's so strange. I played the original destiny for anybody who didn't know this, like a madman from 2014 until 2017. And then I can't remember when Destiny 2 came out. It was um, 2017, I think. It like was fall. 20, yeah. And then when Destiny 2 came out, I fell off hard because despite it being a really pretty game, it just wasn't that good. And I never... And so as a result of that, I had like this, this mounting backlog. Um, and so there's things that I've been trying to work through. Like one, I've been, I've been playing Dishonored from 2011. Oh, our like, friend Brian is very happy with mm-hmm. you. And it's it's pretty interesting. I when I hurt my knee last year, I and I would like work from home on days I didn't have much to do. I played an unbelievable amount of Sea of Thieves because it like really calmed me, despite the game not really having much of a purpose. And then <laughs> I made what could be a colossal mistake in downloading No Man's Sky. Man, uh, it is such like it is so wired for your brain. I feel so, like specifically. No, it, I could fall off the planet like this is that and luckily I've been I've been you know able it's it's fairly task driven 
which like I, I'm kind of pathetic that way with Skyrim and games like that, where it's like, ooh, another task to do. This is wonderful, which makes the like pausing the get like, you know, I finish something and then I can get out. But like, I'm really I'm still I've only played like five or six hours of it um, over, you know, like three weeks. But like, it's so pretty. That's the thing I can't get over. Like the game looks incredible um, with some of the updates that they made to it. And then like the the technology behind it. I'm fascinated by how they did this because this doesn't seem like this is like game, like, like mind breaking how, how much stuff they have in it. Yeah. It's just, I don't understand it. And if it blows your mind, I'm pretty sure it was made by like four people. Yes. Yeah. And their studio got flooded like halfway through, they were making this game and they like lost all their computers and stuff. It's pretty crazy. The story behind it. And that's kind of how I've been spending my time, but we'll see what happens in the next four weeks. My son has to stay home for the next four weeks, but my wife and I both have jobs, so I don't really know <laughs> right? how this is going to go. Yeah, uh, he's, only, he's only four, so it could be a bit of a, could be a bit of a disaster. Is, is it going to be like Lord of the Flies at your house by the end of next week? I don't know. I don't know, because <laughs> it could be, but he's he, like children like he's at this interesting age and now we're really in the weeds but whatever people who are listening i'm sure he's at this age where if you can get him engaged in something he will be okay for 20 minutes at a time um like legos and crap like that so Mm -hmm. so and then the you know it's he likes he's learning how to write and how to count so there's there's going to be times where i think I, I basically work my day job four hours and then i'll do another four hours at night so as much as i wish basketball is back i might not have the time <laughs> <laughs> oh no well that's about all i got we ended up talking the exact amount that i wanted to which is just a shade under uh, a half hour um, there we go yeah so we'll gotta hit goals yeah we're good at this finally it's only taken you know eight months um we'll be back when there's stuff to talk about if uh, you know we'll probably do mailbag stuff like that just kind of keep the content flowing i know that josh and i both kind of have our independent podcasts which um josh may or may not have done this year um but we (laughs) you know we just you know, if you guys are like us, and I think a lot of people are, like sometimes it's just nice to hear the the, the voices. You know, I, I really like podcasts that I listen to. I like consider those people my friends, um, even though most of them don't know me. So I, I really, I, I hope you guys feel the same way about us because we really appreciate the consistent listening this year. So you got anything else before we get out of here? No, that's about it. Let's go play some games or something, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll talk to you soon. This has been uh, Kirk and Josh on Mavs Moneyball After Dark. Thank you.